Motherfucker. 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 It's going to the video store, acid-washed jeans, and MTV with music. I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Let's play Tummy Sticks. Oh, I'm excited. We bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. And at the end of the show, we'll rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is being ignored as you're being beaten up on the football field uh, by your best buddy. And uh, 24 cans is probably tubby sticks. I don't know. Some people might like that. I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know. Anthony, uh, you try it with me so I can get an idea? Tw- 24 cans is hooking up with Rachel McAdams or Isla Fisher. <laughs> That's uh, oh, 24 yeah. cans. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, how, who has two daughters that are like that? Rich people. Rich people, really? I don't know if that's, uh, you know, that's a misconception that uh, rich is. people have everything. I mean, they have all the money, but it doesn't mean they yeah. have everything. They they well, have the same problems you do. Poor people have hot kids, too, but they just usually take wrong turns in life. <laughs> poor people have hot kids, too. They just happen to be down at the uh, strip club uh, on the pole. <laughs> Or worse. Or, or worse. worse. Or worse. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to say, I, I've never been on the pole, but I'm not rich. <laughs> I've been Anyways. on the pole. But it was at a bar. It was, it, was, it was a pole for everybody. I told you that story. They installed one in the, in a bar I went to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then on some, the pole. Did people use Oh, you've been you know, Okay, so people use it. Okay. Uh, but before we get to all that. Um, we want to let you know some things. We have changed our podcast company. I just want to throw that out there right now. Uh, basically that means we're with the new host. It's Podbean. They have an app. You download that app. You follow us. We see there's enough followers. Him and I may do a live when we're together. Just randomly do a live a podcast, just talking shit. So there's that. And Anthony has one more thing he wants to tell you. I do. If you would go to the Apple podcast site and crash it like it was a wedding crash that fucking site drop a review in that review let us know a movie you would like us to take a look at and speak about we will do that for you man Bam. you want to do a what and a what what was that inception type of ex- explanation you, you gave on there leave us a review i will make you a bicycle because i'm a clown <laughs> you will make a bicycle because i'm a clown. okay are you ready for the trailer man fuck yes all right This summer, two people will come together to celebrate the sanctity of marriage. It's wedding season, kid. Crashing weddings. We are going to have tons and tons of opportunities to meet gorgeous ladies that are so aroused by the thought of marriage that they'll throw their inhibitions to the wind. And who's going to be there to catch them? Grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. Who are we this time? Lou Epstein, once you meet Chuck Schwartz. Sanjay Collins. Chuck Vendaloo. Seamus O'Toole. Bobby O'Shea. I'm ready to get drunk. Okay, so what angle are you going to play here? I'm going to go with the balloon animal display. I'm going to dance with the little flower girl. I might be a charter member of Oprah's book club. It's all deadly. 
Owen Wilson. You know how they say we only use 10% of our brains? Mm-hmm. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Vince Vaughn. Tattoo on the lower back. Might as well be a bullseye. With Christopher Walken. Crashers. I always knew my first time would be on a beach. First time? We're going to be so happy together. I love you. Stage five clinger. Stage five clinger. I think at this point, you've uh, you've got what they call a full-on encrusted dingleberry in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I call him Mike. Uh, uh, so oh, oh, bird. Sick bird. Oh, my oh, gosh. Go ahead with the numbers, bro. So true. Here's our breakdown by the numbers. <laughs> Directed by David Dopkin and starring Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Christopher Walken, Rachel McAdams, Isla Fisher, Bradley Cooper, Jane Seymour, and Keir. Let's play Tummy Sticks O'Donnell. Wedding Crashers was released on July 15th, 2005, taking in $288.5 million at the box office against a $40 million budget. It scores 7. Zero out of 10 on IMDb and 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, how much money did it make again? 288.5. That's a lot of money. It's a lot. Um, of money. That's a lot of money. Uh, it is definitely a lot of money, but I want to, you know, I haven't been doing this for a while and I found a few facts on this movie. And I figured before we get into it, all right. Um, and we do some other things. I'll talk about that. Um, that uh, the script, Owen Wilson wasn't comfortable with the original script, so he and Vaughn uh, changed most of it. There's a few more details there, but basically they went in and said, man, get rid of this, get rid of that, and they pretty much uh, made it what they wanted. Um, get rid of the donkey. Yeah. yeah. They add, And on the scene where he says the 10% of our brains, 10% of our hearts, that is 100% an Owen Wilson created ad lib. Nice. Yes, that is. And then on Bradley Cooper... Because, you know, um, he plays an asshole and everything. Well, there, he yeah. actually talked about this on inside the actor's studio, uh, his appearance. He said on Alias, he played the nicest guy in the world, and then he would try to audition for movies after that, and the feedback was like, wow, Bradley's such a nice guy. Yeah, I don't really see him in that part. And then after Wedding Crashers, it's like, Bradley, yeah, he's an asshole. He's the perfect <laughs> asshole. So, but it's funny because Bradley Cooper, he is a great fucking actor. And he can do both He's sides. a good actor. I wouldn't call him great. Uh, I'd, I'd say he's great. He's no Matt Damon. He's, he's no... No, he's great. He's not even... He's not Robert De Niro great. He's you fucking know, he's, great. Shut up. He's a good actor. I would no, call he's him great. great. He's, he's great. not Tom Hanks. He's great. I mean, that guy's still alive, right? Like, Bradley Cooper is fucking great. He's good. No, he's great. great. He's typecast in 90% of everything as an asshole now. So no, therefore he's, he's good. Are you kidding me? Whatever. What he's like what got one or two outliers. Most no. of his shit is out most of his famous shit is asshole. He's so, great. I mean, just I mean, you only have one movie where he a star or the star fit movie, Stars star Born. Born. That's that's an outlier. And Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook is an outlier. But beyond that outliers. There's the two movies that he and did he's something amazing else. in both of them. They're not outliers. But every he, other movie he does, he's an asshole. No, he has fucking range. He can do a lot of different shit. I like that. He calls it range. He's great. He's played it two is. different characters. That's range. He's range, you fucking idiot. Range, range. You're, you know what I have range for? Do you know what I have range for? The game. But before we get to the game, we got something we need you to hear. And here you go. Hey, Anthony. You know I've been trying to be a little healthier lately. I do. Good job. 
Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. But I've been golfing a lot more. And because of that, I've found I've been getting a little dehydrated out there. What about yourself? I've been exercising more and trying to not die. So that's been good. But at the same time, the problem is we do this podcast. I drink to get through it. So then I've got the whole alcohol thing going on. That's right. And that's why we've started using Liquid IV. It's the category-winning hydration brand fueling our well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product we were missing in our daily routine. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast as regular water. It does not have the 11 original herbs and spices of a chicken place, which are not original, because guess what? They already existed. You mix them together. That's fine. They have 12 separate different flavors that taste amazing yes they do and they also contain five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 vitamin c with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks it's made with premium ingredients non-gmo and free from gluten dairy and soy and my favorite flavor is strawberry lemonade what's your favorite flavor anthony oh i like a lot of them i gotta say Concord grape and lemon lime, though, are kind of impartial to those. They're all good, though. To get your favorite flavor today and get 20% off, just go to liquidiv.com and use promo code SODAPOP at check. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code SODAPOP at liquidiv.com. Tastes better than water. Okay, Anthony, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm always ready to lose. And you... (laughs) And you know what time it is. It's game time. We're going to play the game. And the game is where I'm going to read Anthony three movie reviews. One of them is, I was going to say real, but one of them is fake and the other two are real. And all he has to do is guess the fake one. And he's such a genius. Or at this. guess the two real ones. Because I'm really or good. Or guess that. the two real ones. It, it, you know what? To me, that once you guess the first one wrong, at if, that point, go for the I, real. I tell you, if, if this game was about <laughs> guessing the two real ones, you're pretty good at this. I'm at about nine fucking eighty. Yeah, you're doing pretty good at this. I'm all right. Are we ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Lisa Schartzbaum, Entertainment Weekly. What we learn is that the pairing of Vaughn and Wilson is a success. Is a success to do a matchmaker proud. Lydia Dietz, MovieDietz.com. A tired concept. The only thing it has is the chemistry between Vaughn and Wilson. Susan Granger. This buddy comedy is contrived and formulaic, but its off-collar raunchiness is also fun. The fuck that you actually said Lydia Dietz? Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> hey, I tried to throw... I gave you a softball. Oh my god, that wasn't even a softball. That was a wiffle ball. But what I do want to say this. The fake website I gave, moviedietz.com, I thought that was pretty good. Come on. You gotta admit. Like Lydia She should have fucking... been a movie reviewer when the internet came yeah, along. So here's the thing. like you go, you go from giving me fucking names that aren't actually mentioned in the fucking movie, the full name, to Lydia Dietz. Well, I'm sorry. He, if you listen to the other episodes, he whined so hard about the names I pick, so I throw him a softball from yeah, Beetlejuice, no, it, and he get, and he's crying about it being no, too easy. I, I'm not, Go for it, buddy, it's it's because it's coming. You, you, a lot of time, give names that unless you sit there and read the actual fucking credits of what was their full name in the fucking movie. Oh, it's that's their actual name. 
even though nobody ever fucking calls him that in the movie. Well, I've got you. I've got you some coming up here that I hope I hope you cry the other way. All right, I'll tell you what. Give me next time. Give me Mallrats. Uh, TC, what his fuck it, what TC stood for. That's like the kind of shit you do. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, or there'll be the random guy in a sports movie with just his last name on his jersey, and I find out what his first name is. And it's not even like a main guy. It's just the guy that happened to be standing on first or something on a baseball movie when you saw the main character. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't like you. Although Jack Parkman, you would know who that is, so I wouldn't uh, use that. Yeah. I think I call that one the masturbator. <laughs> So anyways, oh, so here we are. Wedding Crash, it's a great movie. I watched it again yesterday. Um, when did you last watch it? Um, not that long ago, because it's one of those, if it's on TV, I'm fucking watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't yeah. turn it off. Concept of movie, you know, it's kind of interesting when you look at this movie. I find it um, basically two dudes whose whole uh, every year, like, have a season of wedding crashing. Right. Like, they go to wedding season. I, You know, the thing is, is... I know there's a season for people to have weddings. What is that? June? Somewhere around? Yeah, April, probably. May, June, somewhere yeah, in that area. Spring. Yeah, but I never really paid attention enough to think that it would be like a, like, you know, you get jazzed up and go, this week we're going to this, and this week we're going. Oh, like, yeah. Is that, is that a thing? I don't I, I don't know, but it's fucking brilliant. Well, it's, it's funny that we're doing this movie because as we're recording this, I am today leaving for a wedding and being in the wedding tomorrow. I'm sorry, man. I thank you. Nah, but you know, being in a wedding isn't so bad. I mean, someone no, cares, no. Li- likes you and someone cares enough about you that they want you to be a part of their moment. Exactly. So I don't want to say it that way, no, but I've not. done it enough that I don't want to do it anymore. It is also like, and I, many, many times I've heard people complaining because I have to be in a wedding. And it's not about the actual wedding itself. It's just yeah. all the bullshit involved with it, you know? Yeah. It's like you have to oh. buy, which it's still to this shower. Day, like, you got a shower. How come the guys have to rent the tux, but the girls buy the dresses? What's up with that? I don't, I find that unfair. What's up with that? Like these tuxes ain't fucking cheap. And, and you don't, you don't want to talk them. about that? You want to talk about that? I bet you might wear that tux more than they'll ever rewear that dress. Oh, I would for Halloween like a, or something. Like yeah, I would do Combat Massacre there. and fucking rock that tux. But I think that's why they do that. Think of it this way. So, so with women, they're making them buy the dress each time because they're all unique to that. So they know they're getting that disposable product out there and it'll never, because they'll have to buy another one anyways. Well, if they let you buy that tux, motherfucker, you're going to wear that to the next fucking wedding and they're not going to make any more money off you. And, so but the, that's and the funny thing too, if you think about it, it's like guys are much more likely to fuck up their shit than a girl. Yeah. So you're returning that tux and I remember being 15 and my sister's fucking wedding and having puke all over the cummerbund and everything by the time it was done <laughs> and like all this shit. And they returned it. They did it. It's fine. But yeah, seriously, because my son is the ring bearer in this wedding. He's like, why can't we keep the tuxes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just the whole wedding racket. That they I, I Well, no, I think I explained that. I think I, I, I think like, I cracked that code on the dresses. Women have to buy them because they're disposable. They'll never get to use them again. And men have to rent because they could use it again. So therefore, we have to make you come back out and get it. But here's the thing, because there's a difference between a suit and a tuxedo. And the fucking tuxedo, a tuxedo, you ain't really wearing that shit to anything else. 
Weddings no. and proms and that's it. No, but I will say this, and you hate this, but when I was in show choir, we kind of had a tux-like outfit. It had a cummerbund and a tie. Okay, oh, show choir. Let's throw that so, in there. I, uh, yeah, show choir might use it. Uh, so right. like so I had another use for I one. I had a tux, actually, at one point. We need to so. just buck this fucking trend, like, for a wedding, wear a suit. Let's get matching suits. When I owned a tux, no one ever what? asked me to a fucking wedding. The suit's probably going to cost you less than fucking running the tux, and you can yeah. keep the suit. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they? It's just, again. Yeah, but I think if your friends were cool, they would say, let's do matching, like, blue suits or black suits or, you know, like a a navy, like a dark, something cool. And then at the end, you keep it, and you could just match a different shirt and tie, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. We cracked. Anyways, that's not wedding. But I guess if we were crashing a wedding, you and I would definitely not be wearing a tux, because that, you know. Right. That's that's just not cool. That's just not cool. But it was... uh, but this movie, I mean, basically the whole concept is they crash the weddings and, and the how that came about, and you'll find this interesting, is that the producer, I forget his name, um, but uh, I probably could find it if I wanted to. But he, uh, when he was in college, they actually did this. They didn't do it like, I probably didn't do it like um, like this, like, like this is the Super Bowl type of situation like they do, but they actually crashed weddings. Uh, probably to go drink for free, my presumption. He didn't actually say that part, but, but yeah, they crashed weddings. So, and he's the same guy who produced one of the movies that you love, probably your favorite, what you call Christmas movie of all time. Serendipity. Serendipity. It's not my favorite all time, but um, But whatever. Andrew Andrew Panay is out here talking about. Yes. Andrew Panay. You got him. He, uh, it was, he he came up with the concept and then he, and then the people who wrote it, um, I forget their names, but they wrote, we are the Millers too. Which is oh, pretty God. good. It is. <laughs> good movie. <It> is. <laughs> so those guys know how to write a funny movie. I'm just going to say that. Although, as we know, Vaughn and Wilson <laughs> took a hatchet to this. So maybe they know how to to take an idea and get it onto the page. And then someone else knows how to make it better. Oh, they did a great job with it. Yeah. But my question is, I want to know how these two have a, are, are, um, are they lawyers or mediators? What are they? They were mediating in this movie, but are they actually lawyers? No, they're maple syrup conglomerates. No, they're not venture <laughs> capitalists with holy shirts and pants, and they're not maple syrup conglomerates. But what at the beginning of the movie, what they're doing is they're doing divorce mediation with that couple. Um, no, they are divorce mediators. Is that is that all they do is just divorce yeah. mediation? Oh, my gosh. How do you get that job? How, what, what qualifies you for that job? That's what being, I want to know. Being a wedding crasher? Well, there's... <laughs> you know how it all begins, so hey, why exactly. not be there at the end? It's bizarre, you're <laughs> causing some divorces, <laughs> crashing. No, but but I totally go that first mediation. I have a six pack straight off the back because I just want to say I could probably pick a six pack out of every scene. There's a lot of six packs in this for sure. But one of my favorites every time I hear it is when they're arguing over the miles and shit, and the and the the wife, the guy's wife on the other end is pulling out the pills and he says, that's it. Go to comatose for me, baby. <laughs> I love that line. It's like, it's like, fuck it you. Oh God. <laughs> that's like the, that's the worst. But then he also, you know, when they find their common ground, he offers her water. Says, make sure she has Which, water. And you know, it, it is funny though. I think um, it's brilliant. Like you don't think about that way. Like it's, it is brilliant to have them be divorce mediators. Which yeah. would lend to why they're wedding crashers because they 
want nothing to do with a serious relationship because they're they see everything that happens after that. The bitter end. They All see the, the bitter end of everything. Yes. It's like, I see the results. It's apocalypse, man. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> but no, it's one of my six packs straight off the back. Them being divorce meteors, that whole thing. Um, that's great. Uh, uh, and I also love a scene not too long after that where um, Vince Vaughn's in his office and that chick offers the date up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but what? Go ahead. That's a six pack for me. The whole just the tip diatribe, <laughs> ass out hug. And that that whole fucking <laughs> thing is just that's great. And it's, I mean, do you, you know? But I think do you think he was making a point of like how inappropriate her thing was by being more inappropriate back towards her? No, that's think, what it felt like. I think it was more just just leave me alone, or this is what you're going to get. Yeah, let me to really explain this to you because I will. <laughs> These are my beliefs. Here you go. Um, but that being said, the uh, the thing with the, that he talks about before that is the birthday, the birthday spending of the night. Yeah, with Owen Wilson for his birthday. I want to know. No, if I you won't would come over and spend the night with me for my birthday. No, I mean I would not just like for your birthday. But no, no, for my birthday. No, probably not. I think, um, I think I'm masturbating that day. Why? Why would you do that? Because it's my day to masturbate. Well, what day isn't your day to masturbate? Um, the ones that aren't your birthday. And, Every day is your day to masturbate. I think that's um, what everybody just learned. Uh, Arbor Day, out of respect. So I don't do it then. Okay, so, but at this point in the movie, we didn't know what they were doing. Now we... but. Obviously, we know the title of the movie, so we know they're going to be wedding crashers. But yes. we learn what they are and who they are but when they start talking about wedding season and and what they're into. And this is one of those things, you know, they talk about, um, well, when they go out, we see a montage of them doing things. Um, we get a little deeper in a couple of them, but, but, um, but we see a montage of them going out to different parties, being different personas. Yeah, And they kind of give an explanation of that. And one of my generics on this, and I believe, I didn't look it up, I, I should have, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a large contingent of people who were pissed off and not happy about this, was the, um, my generic is the purple heart thing. Yeah. Because what that's called, but people don't know, maybe that don't think about it, that's called stolen valor, if you know what that term is. Yeah. It's where you pretend or say you did something with the military but right. didn't, and you didn't earn it or go out and get it but you're reaping the benefits of it and that's kind of what that is so i'm guessing that that uh that's gen- kind of generic to me in this i mean there's plenty of other things that could be generic in this but, but i'm sure if i were to look at it from a what's appropriate or not but uh but definitely that that one's probably number one because it's the one thing in the movie that i think is the lowest part of it, in my opinion. Like the lowest. I don't think so. It's you're making shit up to get laid. Yeah, but stolen valor. Like you, you could have. There's other shit you can make up. You could say, you know, I was a doctor in Africa trying to cure malaria, and I lost a lot of good men out there. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so many ways you can do that without saying I was in the military and took a bullet for my, and I lost a lot of good men out there. You don't have to say that. That. That disrespects a lot of other people. I'm not usually the type of guy that that um, is rah rah military. You know that, but but I do believe if you you didn't 
earn something in that particular arena. It's, it's faking it. It's not, I don't know. doesn't bother me at all. That's it's me. a fucking comedy. You're lying to get laid. I will agree with that. They you know, are there's lying. There's a lot that they lie about. You're taking away from somebody else that's done that. I just want to say, how many people do you think, how many dudes watch this? How many dudes? Like, I think this is one of those movies that dudes watch and go, man, wish I'd have thought of that. It really is a kind of sloppy. <laughs> like, I wish I wish I'd go to weddings and fake cry and it, and tell stories and get it really, laid. It is a slap your forehead. Wow, I could have had a V8 moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, what I what I saw during all that montage of those weddings, and even later on, is that the really true talent for doing this that they have is not be being comfortable with not being 100% yourself. Right. Like somehow being able to be so comfortable and having a good time while still threading that needle of, I can't really be who I am. It's, you got to believe the lie. That's that's damn straight. You gotta believe the lie. Believe it till it's true. Yeah. Well, you know, but I think that's, I think that's the big lie. Them, like it's the research that they put in. Yeah, yeah that's what I wanted. Okay, so like, so that's a lot of work. Is that is that part of the fun? The research and I think to them, yeah, and, yeah, and 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 so to me, my other thing is, and I was thinking like. The problem, you know, weddings are generally once in a lifetime events for people. Well, you know, not really, but right, you know what right. I mean. Uh, but they, they're usually pretty big events for people. At least those type of weddings, they crash. And I was thinking, is the is the fun of these parties, is the whole goal with all that they do, this research, is the whole goal just to get laid? Or is it the experiences at the weddings that, that, um, that mean the most? But the thing is, is you, it's not like you're ever going to see these people again and go, yeah. hey, I remember that wedding. It's only going to be the one guy. So, this so is, who do you share it with? You know, I, I feel like it. when they started, it was all about the end game to get laid, right? It was I feel pulling, like yeah. they've been doing it so long that it's more the thrill of the hunt and the work that goes into it. Like it's it's. They found the nuance, the the enjoyable nuance. It's their thing. It's literally, (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, it's like anything that you get into that you enjoy that like, whether it's for you, like golf, like you're a fucking golf nerd, you know, you want to tell all this shit about golf technique and all this stuff. It's just like the more you get into something, whatever it is, it's, it's almost like a hobby. Yeah. But it's like you put everything you have into it and it's, I think also it's like when there's something you do, whether it's good or bad, there's something you do that you enjoy doing, especially once you get good at it. Yeah. And you just want to continue to get better. Yeah. And then it, it's, it's a train. You just, I mean, you can't stop them. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, the, uh, but I, I like how it kind of fizzles out at the end of the montage where the, the one girl's like, would you say you're completely full of shit or just 50%? Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden he has this realization, am I being sleazy? And were they being sleazy? I think it is sleazy and predatory, but I, what do you think? Um, I, It's sleazy, but uh, I... Is it? I don't, in today's I, I, world, I, I, how on. is that viewed? Lying to... I, I don't think I necessarily call it predatory. Um, I mean, I, you're, you're lying to get laid, but... Pre, mis, false pre- preconception. A yeah, false, and, and you know, every fucking guy on the planet's done that. I'm sure you're right. But did that make that didn't make it right, Anthony? So, fact, so now I mean, it makes it right. But I'm just saying like, 
Self-awareness is a, is a, here's the thing. No, like any guy, there's a lot of douchebags that will lie about the kind of car they drive, how much money they have, like different stuff like that. So, I mean, that's what a lot of guys just fucking do. So it's, (laughs) I'm going to tell you to me, I'm not calling it predatory or anything. There's nothing forcible happening here. Um, I think that to me is also on the women that don't have bullshit detectors. Oh, okay. 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 Okay, So here's what I want to tell you. Uh, I, I there's, there's, there's my term is correct. There's plenty of, there's plenty of women in the world that fuck losers and know they're losers. (laughs) So, you know, you're right. You know, I'll give you this. Uh, Rachel McAdams is with uh, the Zach Case Bradley point. Cooper's character. Zach. So, you know, what an like, asshole douchebag, and she's look, probably nailing that. Do you realize? So. I never realized this until I was looking up shit for this. That it's Sack. It's not Zach. I always thought it was Zach. Oh, it's Sack. It's Sack. S A C K. Well, fuck me. I, I thought never it was fucking Zach. knew that. It's fucking. What the hell Zach. is his name? Sack. No, no, no. Like, like if you, is it? When you look up the on uh, like um, IMDb or something like that, yeah. what do they say? Look it up right now. Uh, you're saying it. They call him sack, like a sack of testicles, or a QB sack because he played football. Sack Lodge, yeah. What a I, fucking that douchebag name, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we're fucking morons. We're not through the whole movie. It sounds like Zach, and that's what you would think. No, I, it many, I swear to God, I wonder how many people actually have watched that movie and actually realize that's his name in it. Sack lunch. You you know, I didn't get that. Now I do better. <laughs> but anyways, uh, but no, I think predatory in today's world, that's what they would call it. I think they do. I think when we watched this before, it wasn't. But now uh, sex under false pretenses has become much more of a magnified thing. And I think that's, why I think it kind of is in now today's term. I, I guess, uh, you know what, if um, it could be if they had delved more into showing these women had been drinking at the reception. They were, you know, they were, you know, well, they were having a good time. You, you assume that, but I'm just, they lost yeah. a lot of good men out there. They had a few drinks, they danced, and then they went home, had sex with them thinking they were who they are. Now, that being said, the did we get a kind of an out with the one I said that said, are you full of shit or 50%? Did she kind of know the whole time that he was full of shit? And there you go. That's was just wanting to have sex. So so we don't know. Maybe some we, weren't victims. Some maybe some bullshit detector. And they're like, I just want to get laid. I oh, just, yeah. just having a good time. That's all. Just having a good time. You know, because women do that too, not just men. See, that's what people forget. We always think uh, we're the only ones trying to go out. No, sometimes they used you. Have a good day. So this is a random question, but just a question for you. Um, Cause when you mentioned earlier and this is outside of the movie, but it just made me think of something. Um, when you talked about how it's a once in a lifetime event, well, sometimes, you know, for a lot of people, it's a once in a lifetime <laughs> event. Like, well, this, like, this, this big like of a wedding one. after that, they get smaller. Right. I'm just so saying. Here's the thing. Um, question then. If you're asked to be in a wedding. Yes. And for, you know, uh, on your friend asked you to be in a wedding. Um, if they get divorced Ooh. and then they're this friend of yours later on is going to get married again and asks you to be in it. What do you say? I, I say, uh, well, it depends on the friend. 
Either <laughs> way. That's how close I am. <laughs> like, to me, I'm like, no. I would Unless, because I would respect their wishes, but I would right say, hey, man, if we've done this before. You're paying for everything, okay. I'm not yes, dropping another fucking it. dime. If you, if you, yeah, you're paying. If they pay, I'm all the way. That's right. I'm like, you know, which again, I'm going to a wedding. It's cost us. Like I said, it would really money. depend on the friend. And, 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 like, I, and if a friend listens to this, it's like, okay. Well, I'm just saying. Like, figure it out. Figure out who you are. <laughs> just kind of going back to when we talked about. Wouldn't like, that be awkward if you got divorced and then you asked me to be in some wedding? I'm not going to ask you. Don't worry. No, no, no. That's my point, though. Isn't that? Wouldn't that be so weird and awkward? I would do it, though. You don't understand. I would totally do it because oh, I know you would. That's how I am. <laughs> you would be the wedding singer. Yes, I'd do it. Just saying. Now I, I need you now tonight. Um, yeah. So no, I'm just like you know. And again, this just goes back to my whole. Just I think maybe it's at my age. The whole thing about. For not even the people involved in the wedding, but the fucking couple spending all this goddamn money on a fucking wedding. It's so yeah. stupid. Because guess what? Thousands. We've talked about it you know, in the, the last movie. Thousands, sometimes tens of thousands. And you know what? When you talk about it, it's the most special day of your life, is it really? No. Because usually later on, if you have kids, that's going to be the most special day of your life. And there's going to be a lot of other most special days of your life. You're spending all this fucking money on something that a lot of times there there's going to be that you're, you're stressed out that shit's going to go well, worrying about yeah. every little fucking detail. And on top of that, you have to worry about giving an open bar to everybody afterwards. And what's going to happen with that? Oh, I'm not, no, this is cash you know I mean? bar, buddy. Like, you, no, no, yeah. open. it's open, but you're paying. <laughs> but it's like all this shit for a wedding. I, I just, I'm, I'm like, at this point, my views on that have changed immensely since I was younger. This has become wedding counseling, the, it really the, has. not wedding like, crashing. But uh, people go in debt for this shit. Uh, they do, they do. Uh, public service message: Don't go in debt for this shit. But I was, uh, I was going to say, you know what ruins a wedding or a, a marriage? A lot of times, money troubles. So why are you going to yeah. get into money trouble before you're even fucking married? I'm with you there. Uh, but I was going to say, when you said your best day of your life, you know what the best day of your life is? When you probably had a nice, easy day and you get up at probably midnight and you go downstairs and there's some fresh made chocolate chip cookies, probably. And you just hate it. For- that Those moments are the best moments in life when you can have all the cookies to yourself. No one's bothering and you had a nice, easy day. I mean, you're going to remember that day better, probably better than the time when the woman you divorced walked down the aisle for you. So there you go. And you're gonna enjoy, love it more. You're I gonna mean, love that cookie more than you ever did that woman. I don't know if I oh, would man. go with that story, but I think pretty much if if you do get divorced and you don't like that person, I think every day after that is gonna be the best day of your life, whether they're cookies or not. Now I do want to say this: there are some rules to wedding crashing, from what yeah. I've seen, and there's a whole list of them. Like we learned here, number six: do not sit in the corner and sulk; it draws attention in a negative way. Draw attention to yourself, but on your own terms. Um, what's number rule number one, Anthony? We don't talk about wedding crashing. No, it's we never leave a fellow crasher behind. That's the that's the most to be quoted. Rule number two: never use your real name. Three: never confess. Now, here's what I didn't know. Um, four: no one goes home alone. How many rules do you think they found, and they were actually quotes in the movie? 
quotes in the movie movie that they that they they found that that based on quotes in the movie yeah. found rules now none of them were all said but they were done you mean how many rules there were how many or? rules do you think there are it was 160 something i think at least 115 115 okay so yeah i mean and then if you go through them you know they're um they're pretty fun uh like rule number 9 whatever it takes to get in <laughs> get in there you go <laughs> Invitation rule number ten. Invitations are for pussies. They probably should have put that as number nine and then number ten. Like um, <laughs> um, number twelve, when it stops being fun, break something. I feel like rule numbers six and nine should have been really important ones that they should have made sure stuck out at at those numbers. But rule number sixteen, you know this one. Always have an up to date family tree. Yeah. Rule number 17 is one of my favorites. Every female wedding guest deserves a wedding night. <laughs> oh, number 18, you love animals and children. And they do. You notice how many kids there? They're just interacting with the kids. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's, that should almost be rule number one. Interact with the children, but not in a pedo kind of way. Here's the other one. Toast it in the native language. If you know the native language and have practiced the toast, do not wing it. Um, always have an early appointment the next morning. Of course. <laughs> of course. Definitely make sure she's 18. <laughs> you have a wedding and a reception to seal the deal. Period. No overtime. Rule number 22. Which they break. <laughs> Rule number 23. There's nothing wrong with having seconds, provided there's enough women to go around. That's what I'm saying. This is a very sleazeball list. Oh, it totally is. But a very well thought out one. Yeah. Number 24, if you get outed, leave calmly. Do not run. Although I don't know in this movie if that was... Uh, <laughs> there's just so many rules. I wish I could go through them. I think people should go look them up because they're pretty good rules. Let's put it that way. You know, you think about those. It is funny. Um, It makes you wonder how many weddings you could crash and actually get away with it because... Like you go to weddings, you there's a shit ton of people there you don't fucking know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You just yeah, tell they, one person you're with the other side of the you know, the bride or groom, the other one, tell them now I'm with them and it just yeah. people don't pay attention. You know, I bet the best way to crash a wedding is even better. Like you if you could find someone you do know in like a very, very uh tertiary way, like somewhere in your life and you go, Hey man, I'm thinking about going and crash that wedding and like, see if you can say, Hey, and they can corroborate your story. Somehow if you can get someone to corroborate you, I bet that makes it even easier. Oh, you're in, you're in like, like they can say, yeah, yeah. They're the, you know, okay. More the merrier, you know, but, you but, uh, but yeah, I think crashing would be easy if you just kind of milled about. It kind of makes me want to crash a wedding just to see if I can get away with it through the whole time. Cause I would go there just for the open bar. <laughs> yeah. And I, then, uh, you know, not to would score, you cry to get the open bar. Um, would you, would you put fake tears in your eyes? That's all. <laughs> but I, but I do want to get to the Cleary wedding or whatever. Senator, is it, uh, uh Senator Cleary? Se yeah. Not, it's not Senator. Is he, or is, is he a Senator or is he Secretary of State? Secretary of State. Uh, Secretary of State Cleary. Yes, but I do want to get to that no, wedding. Uh, Secretary of Treasury. Treasury. Yes. He can, do you know what he can do to my taxes? Um, uh, fuck him up. <laughs> But I, what I love about that is when they're sitting in the pews and they're talking before the wedding. And I love, 
He's like proper girl in the hat. Just I fucked me, and everybody looks like like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love watch, that. Man. Yeah, watch your volume, church voice. But but speaking of church voice, that's why we learned number six about the relative in the family tree because uh, the one guy says, "I know she's dead." But then I love Vince Vaughn feeling the guy's face and getting all of saying they're religious. Like to me, there's nothing more. I think they're masters of knowing what is acceptable yeah. and off-putting at the same time. Like, he was like, this guy's not going to question my faith. He's not going to come at me. I'm just going to touch his face. He's going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you, you touch somebody's face, you're crossing a huge boundary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, because they're family, he's kind of, they're kind of just in family, he's kind of taking it. So it's, and so he's okay, in, like, in a way that he can't be a dick. Because <laughs> awkward he thinks moments where you... <laughs> Don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, now, Anthony, the 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 wedding vows. Uh, I was going to ask you would you would you want to uh, be my best friend and my co captain, uh, or my first mate? You can be one or the other. No, I don't. I'm not going to be the Gilligan to your skipper. Oh man, the Burt, uh, the Burt Reynolds to my mustache. Right. <laughs> no mustache rides for you. Uh, um. <laughs> Oh no! Go ahead. I mean, you mean you're talking about like if you got married again? No, no, you and me uh, being a co-captains, you know. No. Like, okay, whatever. If you got married again, though, yeah, I would do it just to give the speech because I would enjoy that. See, that's what I think you and I would be good at. I think if we were at a wedding party, I think you and I could come up with some speeches. Um, I, it would I'm be like doing one, a stand-up routine. Dude, I'm I think. doing one tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hope you, you do a stand-up on this. You want to know something? Since this yeah. episode won't be out, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one thing. Yeah. Um, I am gonna reference the Fast and the Furious. Oh yes. <laughs> in my speech, we're all family now. I'm taking a ride in my Charger. <laughs> let's go drift let's go drift if you get my drift this relationship is fast and furious now it may bomb i don't know but we'll see ah, i don't know i don't know how good of a stand-up comedian you are i've never tried i've always wondered should i work on a tight five minute routine just so oh. if i have that opportunity um here's the thing with this uh i've been working on this fucking speech for a while it i don't know how it's gonna go I was a best man one other time in my life and it was by default. I think I might've mentioned this. I don't remember, but basically it was for a couple that should not have been fucking married and they are happily divorced now. Um, but basically they, they asked me to be the best man because the other person backed out and I was the only one they trusted to give a speech. Oh, wow. They shouldn't have done that. And I'm going to tell you right now, that speech was very short and very lame, which was fitting for this couple. A lame, a lame marriage deserved a lame speech. You're saying? Exactly. Okay, so um, I want to get to a few things. Um, so they go to the thing, and he gets the, and they go to the wedding, and he has the stage five clinger, as you said. Is that was yes. that one of your six packs or something? That was not a six pack. No, I just said that before. Ah, uh, I was, you know, that was excellent for my first time. Whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of um, crazy. We'd skipped this earlier, but I, I I have to give this as a six pack, even though. Oh, I well, you gotta several. go. Go ahead. Um, make me a bicycle clown. That's a six pack because I still fucking quote that. Oh, there's a lot of shit. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Make me, a, I, I do too. Yeah, I quote all the time. And so does my wife. Like this movie 
whether it's quotable. It's based, it's built on quotes. Make me a bicycle clown is, is you know. Like, because it's so quotable and I say it all the fucking time. It has to clown. be. Clown. <laughs> it was, it, it is definitely, um, definitely. Um, and then I, I like, but you know, when we get to the stage five clinger and they're having the argument and he's like, he's like, you better lock it up. You know, my first Asian. She was my first Asian. And everybody's like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I just would say that whole that whole thing argument, like I said, they throw in 100 mile per hour in this whole movie. So it's like, how, what do you pick? Yeah. But I do want to get to when we first meet Sack. Sack. When we first meet him, really, is when we get to, when they go back to the, uh, the family's residence on the island mm-hmm. and they come out dressed in their lovely outfits, which I do like. Vince Vaughn's. I don't know. You know, now that would be very chic. People like that type of dress, you know, so. But not go. practical for playing backyard football. But yeah, um, and that's what I was going to say. I hated Cooper's character during that. He's like that fucking annoying guy who's trying to, um, he's playing at 150% on a touch football game. Like, he's that guy. Yeah. Like, like we're just out here trying to have a little fun and you're playing like it's fucking and you think you're Super goddamn Bowl. Ray Lewis. Yeah, you think you're Ray Lewis. You think you're, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Smith, you know. You're not Bruce Smith. You're not Jerry Rice, Ray Lewis. You're not any of them. <laughs> you're, you're Sack. Your but, name's Sack. You're, but, you're, you're my, below my cock. That's what you are. Here's the thing. To them, he is, as far as playing football, because he knows he can dominate everybody, and he's going to You could it. dominate on a field with where there is a, a, a lady... And two and people, you don't know what they are. Although I will say this: if Vince Vaughn was allowed to, if he, if his character Jeremy was allowed to play like he was a was able to, instead of having to throw interceptions and stuff, instead of being a good backup guy, how good was he since he was all state? Because he, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, he, that's what I want to know. How good was he? I want to find out. I mean, because I, he's he's probably better than Sack, is what I'm thinking. Like he's a quarterback. He's probably better than Shane Falco. Let's say that. I mean, he's 6'5". Yeah, exactly. He's got the height. He's got the height, man. Whew. He can put the ball um, wherever he wants. <laughs> but the other thing I hate about that is that other guy that's with him, his friend, I think that's his friend, that little pussy who keeps saying, "Oh God," who says sack lunch and crab cakes and football. Yeah, he is uh, sacks. I quote that all the time, Maryland's crab cakes and football. I quote that nonstop. He so. is uh, sacks designated enabler, I think. He is his stage five clinger. Uh Yeah. He's a, he's, oh yeah, he's, he's a sycophant. He's one of those he people that hang on and. Zach Dingleberry. Zach Dingleberry, yes. Uh, to, coin it, to quote my own terms is what you're saying. Um, now, do you think Claire is hot despite her crazy nature? Claire? I mean, she's hot looking, but, but when you take into her attitude and the craziness she has and, you know, are you like. You're talking about Gloria, right? Gloria, Gloria. I yeah, yeah. like Claire. Gloria, Gloria, pardon me. Hey, you know what? I mix up the names. I guess I was just seeing their looks and not their, you know. Uh, is Isla Fisher hot? Yes. Well, yeah, but 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 she's nuts in this. Like, would you like right. that? You know what? You're crazy, and I dig it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, she is a little nuts. I mean, like uh, the whole dinner yeah, no. scene, that was nuts. No, that would be too much for me, yes. Yeah, with the would what would you do if someone was doing doing what uh, she was doing to him at dinner? I'm fucking um, yanking him off under the table or jacking him off, as he said. 
of the table. You know, I, I don't know what I would do at that moment. Um, I think I would try to excuse myself and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I mean, I'm violating rule number one, I am leaving a crasher behind. Yeah, you're. Well, you see, that's why he never left. That's I know why he never left. He follows the rules too much, but they're the rules he created or helped create. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I want to say this: the same old lady and wedding singer was in this. Yes, but she was completely awful the other way. She was a different person. Yeah, great, great range. She went from sweet old lady to racist, crabby old bitch. Yes, good range on that one. Um, oh, uh, uh, do you know uh, Jane Seymour? Uh, not not Jane Seymour. Yeah, Jane Seymour. She played uh, the the mother. She beat out Raquel Welch for this role, by the way. Oh man, um, I think she was still kind of hot. Um, oh yeah, you motorboat and son of a bitch. Would you call her Kitty Cat though? Would you, would you motorboat her? Uh, well, you know what? I would say yes because uh, I could say that I motorboated her. So there's that. <laughs> I would. I mean, I don't it, have a hall pass for that. But I'm not saying I would now. I'm just saying, would I have? Oh, yeah. see, you see, I. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, hey. if I wasn't married, would I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now the part of this movie, the plot is they, they, that sack is, um, Claire's boyfriend. Right. Yeah. And they try to get him, they get him out of the way by putting eye drops. And I guess that works. I don't know how that works. Um, I gotta tell you, that's actually my generic for the movie. <clears throat> yeah. Only because, um, for some reason, every time I see that scene, it just yeah. makes me feel sick. Like, oh, because you it, hate people putting shit in their. No, no, it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> once his and stomach, the puking, once his stomach starts gurgling, that's not the puking. It's once his stomach starts gurgling and everything. Um, for some reason, like every time I see that, I can like just picture what it must be like to drink saline, and Ugh. you know what I mean. Get that feel, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can picture it like. It's happening to me. I always, I always wonder why they didn't. Uh, is does that stuff work that way? Does I'm it? assuming. I didn't I look it up, but I've never tried it. So cover your drinks. Um, <laughs> no, I would never do that. You know that that's one of my things that I don't think you should ever do to people's mess their fuck food. with someone's food or beverage. Because I don't, I don't do it to anyone else because I don't want them to do it to me. And the moment you do it to me, you, you're dead to me. Like when it comes to food or anything. Like I will never ever do that. Yeah. Because I, I just won't, I don't like dishonesty that way. That's just gross. I mean, you can lie to me about a lot of shit, but the moment you fuck with my food, I'm done. Done. <laughs> now, uh, but, but after that, what the, the, cause you know, we see the, the sack guy and how bit of a dick he is. And so when she comes back to check on him and he's like, the moment he said, do you kid is yeah. when I would have been out with that Why guy. I would have up. Go over there, and I would have went over there if I was her and smacked him. Because, but you know, this is the thing that 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 I think us us dudes hate about the way women are with some men is those abusive men. They always feel that there's something else inside them that's a tender little thing that needs loved that we don't see. You know, and I wonder, did, is that where, where the mentality is when someone like that stays with that person? Is it, I, is I it still that? Because I always hate that trope. I always hate it, but it's not a trope. It's true. It, it happens you know, all the time. The the funny thing for me in this um, with this movie is it's kind of weird. Like Rachel McAdams' character, 
is supposed to be the one with common sense. Yeah. The normal one. But she's in the fucked up relationship. Yes. And she's accepting of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if I, if I was her, the first thing I'd do is say, fuck this, fuck you kid. And just punched him while he was down, you know, Mm -hmm. give him some shit. Um, now I want to get to Vince Vaughn's wonderful night because it's pretty much the whole night's a six pack to me. Is that one of your six packs? No. Okay. So when when Isla Fisher comes in and ties him up and puts her sock his sock in his mouth, oh, it's fantastic. But yeah. Now here's my question for you: Would you still hit that if you had to have your own sock in your mouth? Well, if the sock tied already, up like that, you if know, the sock's already in your mouth. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm just saying if. If you, if the only way you could be with her, like, oh. like if you had a hall pass for this, and she came in, had to put your dirty sock in your mouth and go to work, would you do that? Yes. Okay. I, I, I think everyone, <laughs> except for whoever's dating her, he's probably treating her like shit. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me hold on. There is a caveat to that uh, because I had been doing a lot of mulching around the house. Yeah. Which I've told you about. Oh, uh, that whatever so sock is dirty on the floor. Socks, if it's after being out all day mulching, I, I I don't know if I could go that far. Well, dude was playing football in his, but so. Those socks, I don't think they're coming back. And additionally, my the rest of my six-pack is, um, is the tummy sticks. Let's play tummy sticks. And it seems like when Todd said that, he said, because he said, I was where you were a year ago. So it seems like he came out in the last year. Yeah. So I just thought I'd say that. And then I'm going to also include include the line. One of my um, one of my favorite lines could have been the soft masterist or the midnight rape or the new gay art show. <laughs> I every time I hear that, I just it just makes me so happy. I don't you know. So anyways, I don't know. That's just me. I get excited when I hear that. <laughs> I know you're not. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you're not into that. And the painting, of course. Painting. Why I'm not into that? No, I think it's a hard... Why aren't you in it? The painting. What's the name of the painting? Do you know what the... Oh, shit. I forget now. Celebration. Celebration, yeah. <laughs> but, so... Painting was Gift Todd. I'm taking it. <laughs> He's Gift Todd. I'm taking it. He's <laughs> a gift. Although, um, on that painting, just to let you know, Vince Vaughn does not own that painting actually anymore, and no one knows where it is. Oh, Wow. Well, based on some of the things I saw, I guess I could have looked up a little deeper. Someone may know now, but on the interview he did on a AMA on Reddit at one point, someone asked him about it and he said he did not know where it was, but he does not have it because everyone thought he did. I would think if there's a painting of me with grape leaves covering up my junk, I would want to keep it. I, 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 I agree. <laughs> um, but here's I got a question for you. So, so then what we see is we see Zach calling a friend and hiring a private eye. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, if you ask me, or Sack, pardon me. Sack. I know. I, I Sack fucking Lodge. do it too. Sack, Sack Logan. But, or Sack Lodge. Sack Lodge. Uh, Sack Lodge. Yeah, but his last name is Lodge. But the, uh, I probably could have used that as the name on something else and you would have never known who the fuck it was because. Because I didn't know his name was Sack. Sack. <laughs> fucking a but but anyways but i don't know why i hired a private eye because at this point you know he's not really threatened by them because dude hasn't really made a move on rachel mcadams if you ask me i think he's threatened by him and i don't but i don't think he has a reason to hire a private eye i don't think logically at this point in the movie 
he was at a point place where that made sense. Oh, I do. I don't. I think I don't. Um, there's two guys that showed up that are drawing attention away from him. Oh, you're okay. And I, I was putting it more on the girl. He does. You're saying it's not about them. that. It's about and also he is talking to his girl and he's but, seen that. Yeah, but not like, but I don't think he feels threatened by that. But, but I, I, that's why I said I don't think he felt threatened. But you're saying it's I mean, more I, about I, him. I do think he feels I, it makes sense if you're saying it's, it's more not, about him. It's than more her. about him, but it's 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 about him. But it's also not that he's threatened. But he also, he's so not. I, hold on, he's not the center of the universe anymore. I think he could be partially threatened because Owen Wilson's character is a genuinely nice guy, and he knows that he is not. That's true. But okay, I'll give you that. So there's that. And there's okay. also the uh, alpha male jealousy that don't talk to my girl. That's it. It's done right I'm there. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that if I agree because if, if it's more about him and his vainness and who he is, I totally agree with that because he because the because you because they keep saying that John is a real hit, you know, and yeah. everyone likes him. So, so it's taking away from his shine. I'll right. give you that. It's less about the girls. Because, you know, he's talking to the guy about the private eye about hitting a chick with the with hitting some a waitress. Some late, or, uh, waitress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, with sluts. Remember, he said sluts. Oh, I love sluts. Yeah. What a nice term. One more time uh, in the morning. <laughs> um, sailing, pretentious activity. I was going to ask you if it is, but it is. I mean, well, you know, the thing is with sailing, isn't that funny how we think of it as a rich person sport, but for years there are people who made their living sailing that aren't rich. So is it now because you don't have to do it, it becomes a rich person thing because it's now a luxury to be able to do it? Anything can be a luxury. Really? Yeah. Anything? Anything. Taking a shit is not a luxury. Shoveling cow shit can be a luxury. For who? For people that want to take a trip to an expensive place to shovel cow shit. Because these are the cows that provide Wagyu beef. We're going to shovel their shit. It's a... it's you can fucking... fucking make it bougie somehow. <laughs> oh, now here's what I want to say. Now, when they get back from that and they go hunting, I just want you to know, is if some douchebag shot you in the ass while we were out, I would have your back. And I wouldn't have just sat there. I would have taken that gun and shot him in the I'd dick. shoot back. Yeah. Well, I'd no, back. you're on the ground. You're wounded. You're on the ground. I'm saying I would shoot back on your behalf. I try to say it. I go over real close and I shoot him in the dick. Yep. <laughs> that's it. That's what's happening. Shit hat. Shit's going down. I would shoot sack in the sack. Yes. I would shoot sack in. Wow. We didn't know before it was Zach in the sack. I shoot my Zach mind. in the Zach. How about that? I'm going to shoot your Zach yeah. off. Yeah. But, uh, but he feels, but he feels, but I think this is when we start. Now, this is when I start seeing him feeling more threatened. And at this point is when I thought maybe the call would have been more appropriate yeah, for sec. It was already at that, at that point. Now he's just waiting for the info to come back. Because that's why he goes out and does the one trope that... And the other thing, sorry, just to back up. I think also when they gave the whole maple syrup spiel is probably when he was like, this has got to be a crock of shit. The ho- No, the holy shirts and pants. Or holy shirts and pants, yeah, sorry. Duh. Um, that's what I feel like he might've been right there. Like what the fuck? They no. made the lie too big. They made it too. Yeah. Too much. 
They, they should have said we were in development of an idea. We haven't really gotten there. You know, we're living on funding. You know, that's, they could have said all kinds of things. They could have just said we're divorce mediators. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have to lie. I mean, but it's the wedding crasher rules. Maybe you have to not be, you know. Or why don't they go the other route and say we're a couples therapist? True that. We do couples therapy. Yes. Um, now, the speaking of the couples, though, that's one of the things I hate about some of these movies is I um, and like at the same time, it's the the presumptuous am- announcement of marriage that he does. Like, you yeah. know, hey, we've now we've now decided and she doesn't know right. that she's now decided. Uh, well, but it, it, don't make decisions for your woman. Yeah, it harkens back to the sliding of women, doesn't it? Yeah. It's always their property to me and it's not their decision when we do it. It's always been mine. It's like, it's never going to, you know, and that, and that is in today's world. If you tried that, I'm pretty sure, I guess there's some people who would be steamrolled, but, but it's still to keep reinforcing what an asshole he is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have another six pack and I think it probably would be a good one for you. I don't know if you're where you're at on yours, but I have, when Jeremy's talking to the priest or Vince Vaughn's character. Yeah, I think you're at like six or seven now. I've only given two, so. No, I've given three. Tummy sticks, uh, comatose baby, and now this. That's it. That's all I've given. Well, you've given more, but okay. I haven't. But he's uh, he's talking to the priest. I like how he uh, opens up to him. Um, a little sacrament here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, you better get it, you know, pull it when it's hot or something well, like that. Well, <laughs> but he tells him, you know, everything, and then that's what ends up doing him in. That was a confession. That was a, and you know, and he is a priest. You would think, although he's not in his church, I get. But what you learn, you know, I think what people don't understand, and and if you are in this religion, the the reason for confession, the reason it was born, is so the the people in power could know all your secrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> they knew all the dirt on everyone and they could broker that power. And that's how that works. At the same time, he doesn't um, exercise patient client privilege. So he's going to go fucking rat him out. There's no such thing as that. Right. There's no such thing as that. There's no such thing with religion. That is, there's no, you may think there's an ethical breach. That's okay. But there's no, it is funny. Like the fact that people still believe confession is a good thing. Yeah, you're just telling somebody else all the shit. All your bad shit. And it just makes you feel better to get it off your chest. I get that. But here's the thing. Because you've been they brainwashed. They will call the police on you. You've been brainwashed to think that. It feels better to get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with that. Um, uh, I like getting them getting caught. Um, but I think the... But in my word... But I had on my notes here. This is when I thought Sack had a real reason. Um was after they went to the beach. That's when I thought that's when the real connection was made. So I thought that's when Sack would have wanted to really learn more about them. Um, so that, so that they could have, uh, so he could get rid of them. So, but the timing, but where it happened was logical based on how the movie timing went. So I understand why they maybe did it a little earlier, but but, I, but to me, he didn't really have anything to worry about till she went I mean, on a beach. I mean, here, here's the other thing you got to think about. <clears throat> now, here's the other thing you got to think about with Sack. Not even just the fact of being threatened or anything, but he 
is at this point in with that family. He's got everyone in that circle believing all of his bullshit. You don't yeah. ever want interference with that. Yeah. Was he all. full of shit or did he really do the things he said? I think he's worse than the wedding crashers as far as their their plans. Do you I mean, do you think he's, he's really like, full of shit though? Do you or do you think he really did the thing? I think he really did the scallop farm thing. I like feel he like he did certain things, but he embellishes quite a bit. Yes. So the little seal looking up. Arr, arr. Yeah, fuck that guy. Like it's it's like <clears throat> if you <clears throat> I think Zach is kind of a person like if you would give five bucks to a homeless person, he would turn that into a story how he turned that person's life around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he gave five bucks to a homeless guy, but really he took him out, bought him a meal, a new right. suit, got him a job is what you're yeah, saying. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Um so the with John, so after the they get caught, John goes home and he's he's feeling it pretty bad. Um and Jeremy is telling him to move on. And he tries to go see Claire at the thing. Yeah. And he asks Jeremy to come meet him, but he gets yeah. beat up instead, man. Yeah. That to me, that was that was awful. Like I I was I mean, John's being a little clingy, but still I mean, his buddy should have been there for him. Well, that was bad. He was secretly fucking Isla Fisher, so he was busy. That's what I was saying. So he, then he comes to find out that he's with that. And 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 that kind of makes it worse, doesn't it? That he's with the sister of the person that, like, and, you know, he probably could have gone, his friend probably could have gone well, to this party with her and said, and they would have accepted it because they did later on we hear that the the secretary accepted it when he was talking about flowers i mean i don't know can you really be mad at that though like he feels like he was betrayed because he's with her now but it's he was the one that wanted to get out of this situation first he stayed for him so don't be mad at what happens after that yeah i get i mean yeah he stayed for you so this is technically owen wilson's fault yeah i mean i don't know I, I would have been mad at him once I found that out. And when he came over and announced he was getting married, I'd have been mad at that. I wouldn't have qu- crashed weddings alone. It was pathetic. That was, was probably bad. one of the most pathetic type things I've seen. It was bad. Um, but here's what I have. I have the best, biggest question I have for this whole movie is we meet Chaz Reinhold and it's Will Ferrell. Six pack. That's a six pack. For- okay. But that's not the question. That's a great six pack, but who's the better Chaz? Chaz Reinhold or Chaz Michael Michaels from Zach and Mary make a porno? Who's the better Chaz? Was his, was his name Chaz? Chaz Michael Michaels or Chaz St. Rand? Or, oh, who am I thinking of? I have the wrong oh, guy. Wow. What the fuck are you saying? But from, I thought there was a guy named Chaz and uh, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, you are. I am not. Well, you are. Oh, no, 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 no. I got it. No, I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. Hold on a second. Chaz Michael Michaels is the other Chaz. I'm an idiot. It is the figure skater in the movie with uh, John Heater. Yeah. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. That's who it is. Which is a better Chaz? I don't like Chaz Reinhold. Wedding Wedding Crashers is a better Chaz. No, it's not. Um, or I could actually say the better Chaz is in Airheads. Who's who's that guy? Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. I think no. Better Chaz. Uh, I, I No, no, no. 
I, I like I like Chaz Michael Michaels. I like the I like how stupid that character was. I like the movie Blades of Glory. That's probably what it is. Wedding Crashers, better Chaz. Better movie, not better Chaz. No, nah, I disagree. Uh, whatever. This Chaz was a dipshit. I mean, he's crashing fucking weddings, funerals, funerals. or funerals. Yeah, and I always wondered why didn't they ever run into him? He said he crashed the odd wedding here and there. Do you think that um, Jeremy and him kept it in, in touch so they wouldn't crash the same weddings? No, because I figured they would have run into him at some point, right? Like, but well, here's the thing too: they they've never met him before, so they didn't know what he looked like. So they no, they, his they, protege. He had to know him, huh? Chaz Reinhold oh, called his Jeremy protege, his protege. Yeah. Owen Wilson didn't know who he was. Oh, Wilson didn't. So, but Jeremy, I'm sure, maybe he's been there and just never told him. I, that could be true. That could, could be. be. Uh, because you know, don't draw attention to yourself. Maybe they didn't talk to each other because they didn't want to seem, you know, like they knew each other, especially if they were on different sides of the aisle. Uh, so, so, but I want to say the funeral thing was pathetic. But do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, a Robin Williams movie called Cadillac Man. Do you remember that? He I, plays I know the movie, but a Cadillac salesperson, and he goes to funerals, and he sells cars at funerals. It's oh man, oh man! It's just, it's just awful. <laughs> it's just awful. Okay, so um, we're getting to the end of this. Uh, last thing we see is the the wedding. Isla Fisher, Vince Vaughn. Uh, you know, uh, their characters getting married. Is the grand gesture cool or is it too much? What what Owen Wilson did when he gets there, and he does the grand gesture. Is that because you know that's a big thing in romantic movies? The big grand gesture at the right. end, right? Was that too much? Well, I don't know. It was too much. I think at that point it was his only option to get in contact with her at all. Yeah. He knew where she was going to be. You want to know something? It was also that, but it was his last chance. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Next step would have been to crash her wedding. Which would have been awesome. However, you say this, but here's what I'm going to tell you. The original ending was supposed to have a graduate style ending. Oh, I don't know if you've ever God, seen the graduate no. where he comes and gets her and runs yes, away. I've seen it many times. What? Yes, I've seen it many times. Oh, you've watched the graduate. I'm surprised. Oh, Jesus God, no! Future's plastics, bitch. And it is. Dude was right. Totally. <laughs> if he'd have said silicon, that would have been even better. But that is a plastic. I mean, it is a future a... is internet porn. Now, um, I do like. Couple things I like here in the end. I like how the secretary turns on Sack. Like the moment his daughter says, uh, shows that she does not want him. He's like, you know, I, I put up with you because of her. I don't give I put a fuck. up with your seal stories and your bullshit. Yes, <laughs> he moves on, and then Jeremy gets to punch him, which is fun. Finally, yes. He, I mean, you know, because before he was just holding back because he didn't want to ruin the tell that to the Dalai Lama jackass. Oh yeah, the whole Dalai Lama thing. That um, that's awful. That's uh, yeah. And let's see my chiropractor, a uh, Mr. Epstein, a <laughs> uh, Dr. Epstein. Oh, see, that's my favorite. One of my favorite parts too. Uh, or I love my later on where he goes. You know, I'm going to go see my psychiatrist, and we're going to put mom. And we're saying we have a whole other new set of issues. We can put mom to the side. <laughs> like, there's so many good quotes in this. It's so no, hard. It's ridiculous. It's so hard, but. My final six pack I'm going to throw out there, unless you have one first. I gave mine. That's it. Okay. I only have four, so that's not bad, right? Whatever. 
Um, six pack. Um, actually, I'm going to do a generic first, then I'm going to end those. Six pack. Deal, so we, end on a pause. You know, if we went to <clears throat> six pack for each of us, you would still go over. Probably. Hey, uh, generic. Uh, Bradley Cooper's character for me was too perfect to hate. Like in the sense, like he was the perfect person to hate. Like they made him too hateable. Like it didn't even make him redeemable. You know what would have made this movie more more interesting and weird and tough is if they made him like uh, Patrick Dempsey's character in uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Make him the nicest guy in the world, getting fucked over. Oh, that would have been great. I don't know. But we needed to hate somebody. And but they made him too hateable. Like they should have. There was no redeeming quality in that guy at all. None. That's. I think that's okay. Uh, but I'm going to end on a positive in my six pack. The final one is the chemistry of Owen and Vaughn. We even see it later um, in the intern, which I really love that movie too. Um, that's a really good movie. There almost is a sequel to this, but it was never made by the way. I would have loved that. Here's the problem though. <clears throat> I would love to see what happens with that. Those couples crashing weddings, but would they have joined them in crashing weddings? I mean, would they have, well, they were going to at the very end. I know. That's what I'm like. Would they really have? I mean, here's here's the problem because I feel like if they were ever going to do a sequel, it would not have involved the girls because they would have just gone back to them crashing weddings. I feel like that's what they would have done with it. We can't continue this because because when you think about it, if they're crashing a wedding now, what's the end game? What's the point? Yeah, they're not there to get laid anymore. Exactly. I have I'm getting laid no matter what. Am I, I mean, just there to going see for if I can do it? Wedding cake in an open bar. That's fine, but what kind of movie does that make? Yeah, it doesn't make a good movie. I give you that. Yeah, they'd had they'd had to broke up because exactly. they they just they found that the the lure of crashing was stronger than the lure of the women. So. Yeah. All right, so that is it. That is our movie. Um, excellent movie. Love it. Um, good stuff. Uh, but we know what time it is, Anthony. What time is it? Memorabilia. What do you want from this movie? You can go first if you want. I think the easiest and obvious choice is Todd's painting. Yes, that's obvious. It that is. is um, that is definitely what I had as the number one thing. What are you, is so that what you have? It is. What's you got? Okay. Any second choices. I've got a couple. So um, there's a few. I'm sure there's a few things we could pick for second choices. I have Vince's outfit when they change clothes like that. The pants and the whole yeah. ensemble. You put that on a mannequin. The preppy that, outfit. That that well I don't, old man preppy I guess back. <laughs> but yes, that that particular outfit. What what did you have? What else did you have? Um, I had a couple, <clears throat> I think would be cool. would just be the eye drop bottle. Just a yes. little small, cool, uh, the sock memorabilia, not the sock. No. Um, <laughs> but that's part the, of that outfit. So I get the, that either way. The, uh, football that they used to play the backyard football game. That would be fun to have and throw around dressed in preppy clothes. Yeah. I, like, I also I feel like you'd have to reenact the whole scene though. If you had that football. Yeah. Bradley Cooper shotgun that shot Vince Vaughn in the ass. <laughs> there you go. That whole that whole ensemble with the the hunting glasses and everything. Oh God! Right, right. Cheerio! <laughs> like he was like. <laughs> Do you got any other ones? No, I I really didn't think of any. Um, I, the other one I would have, which I would tell the you, sleeping bag, the sleeping bag, sleeping bag. Um, the if there was a way to keep it inflated and preserved to display the bicycle balloon. Oh yeah, well, that'd be fucking awesome. I wonder if someone owns it as a uh, deflated mess. It's probably, yeah, I think it's just deflated and gone at this point. But I don't even know how you would keep that. I don't know. That, I said, if there's uh, a way to do it, that would be awesome. 
their purple hearts maybe but um but stolen valor once again and uh the other thing is is they actually on their website made it to where you could print out um a, a thing of the purple heart so you can make your own there you go which was very once again stolen valor people i guess they didn't like that very well so there you go all right that is it man um that's right. what we want from the movie uh, do you want to rate this thing up? Let's rate it. Who's up first? Um, I think you this time. That's okay, then. I will do this. Okay, so um, I love this movie. It is not appropriate. I, I would say that this movie does not get made today. Just I, I don't know about that. I think it does. <laughs> I think it does. I think there's too many feelings. People are too up in their feelings right now to make this movie. Um, but... I think I, th- I think worse shit than this is still getting made today. So I think this gets made. Well, I didn't say better movies are being made. I just said you this know, one I'm wouldn't be made. I, it's different. Inappropriate stuff is getting made today still. Oh, okay. So uh, I'd have to see. Uh, I well, I haven't seen it. I mean, I just watched Fast Ten, you know. So, <laughs> so anyways, um, this movie, uh, it's great. I mean, it has a. It, if you want to laugh from beginning to end, because I don't think there's like, we always say, when would you go use the restroom during this movie? I mean, maybe during the, when he goes out and tries to crash weddings on his own, that's about it because, but even that is entertaining. Yeah, it is. So, so to me, it doesn't give you a chance to take a break because it just keeps coming with the, maybe the beach scene. If you don't like mushiness, you know, that's about it. I mean, that's it. That's your, yeah. that's your thing. So this thing throws a hundred mile an hour and it doesn't stop. It's great. Um, very little, very little negatively to go with on this one. I mean, there, I mean, like I said, there are some things now that eh, they, they threaded the needle well with the gay humor without making it slight gays, more sliding the person. Like, I don't know how to put it. Like it wasn't like other movies like we've done that are like, you know, they make it, seem like it's an awful thing to be a gay person. I think this one did not do that. As a matter of fact, I think they're very accepting of Todd, except for the father. Forgot about that line. <laughs> uh, they empathize with my situation. What's your situation, dad? <laughs> so, so anyways, I love the, I love this movie. It's not perfect. So I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, I am just going to say, which is funny. I think that's a very low score for you, considering of what the, the summary you just gave it. You're right. Hundred miles an it's hour because it's a comedy. Funny start to finish. Like, well, you want me to change my score now? No, I'm just saying. I just didn't think you were going to go that low with I it. I was going to give it a twenty, but then I thought I can't saying, that's give fine. a comedy a twenty. Oh, you can if you want to. It's I don't. If you're I going don't. for what it is, I don't. I don't give a movie a certain rating that's a comedy because it has to be below fucking Stand By Me, which is not a comedy. Um, this movie, just like you said, first of all, there's nothing I can knock it for. I don't yeah. have anything. The only generic I gave was the sailing thing just because I could picture that, fucking, which is actually a good thing that they did very well in that. Um, I'm going to say uh, the fact that this movie is almost 20 years old and it's just as funny as when it came out. Damn skimpy. It's a fucking 24 dude. You gave a 24 this is a 24 <clears throat> comedy all fucking day. It is very good. It's, it's, I mean, probably one of my highest rated comedies. I, it, I'd say that it's a 24. It just, I, 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 
I'm not going to disagree with your feelings on it because I feel the same. It is one of the best comedies ever made, I think. I would want to know what the best one is. It's a hilarious fucking premise. And it's kind of like, you know, when we did The Wedding Singer recently, you know, that, that was the thing. It's like, that's a brilliant idea for a comedy. It is. You know, when you can get something having to do with weddings, it was it was great. And then this also, like, this is really fucking brilliant. My thing is, is like, I think the intern with them, I don't know if it's their chemistry or it's the movie because the, because I think it's a brilliant comedy too. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it's kind of hard to, I can't give every movie they do a 24. It just isn't going to happen. Uh, this, I, this is the 24. This is above the intern. The internship. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't have the chemistry with Kevin James. What's that movie that Vince Vaughn did with Kevin James where they had the car, they made it sound like like the, the electric car sound like a car. I forget oh, what it is. fuck. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember now. Yeah, I can't remember. He didn't have that chemistry in that. That was definitely not a <laughs> not yeah. anywhere near where we're at here. But what's our average on this? What is it? Uh, we are at 21.25. <clears throat> Man, rarefied air, people. It is. It actually, that's the same score for Ferris Bueller. See, I don't think this is as good as Ferris Bueller at all. So that's that's why I can't do it. I can't I can't make it better than something I know is better as good as something I know is better than it. That's on. That's that's you. I get it. Um, the Hangover was twenty point five. So I gave it a higher score, right? Yeah, you gave that twenty one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Wedding Singer, for reference, 19.25. Yeah, I'd probably give that an 18. Uh, you gave that a 19 and a half. 19 and a half. Oh, yeah. You gave it higher than I did. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at comedies. Austin Powers, 17. That was across the board for both of us. Um, American Pie, 18.25. But I also gave that a 24. You did not at all. It's too raunch. It's too raunch. Doesn't matter if it's too raunch. Um... Let's see. Any other comedies near that? Uh, not a ton. Nothing that's okay. hitting up there. That's um, all right. What else fast, is this in the 20s? Fast Times, 21.5. Yeah, Fast Times. Yeah, that's a good movie. Toy Story, <laughs> 21 and a half. Not a comedy, but... That's what I'm saying. The movies in the 20s, there's not many of them. I mean, there has to be only like 10 or so. Major League, we got that up to 19.75, but that again was a 24 of mine. So y'all know what's sitting on my movie shelf, basically, as far as things I'll give a 24 to. Um, that's his problem. If he owns it, he's going to give it a 24, dumbass. No. You can own movies that aren't perfect. I own you know a that. lot of shitty movies. Thank you very much. I know, and they're mostly horror movies. <laughs> no, there's a lot of stuff that's just pure shit that i have all right so that's it that was um that was fun love that um 24 a little high but no 18.5 way too low say that yeah um we're gonna have to he's gonna have to make this list available to people at some point so we can, so people can see where we rank our movies someday i will someday <laughs> so anyways anything else you have you want to say um i just say i can't wait to go to this wedding i'm about to go to especially now that i got all these new ideas from this movie gonna gonna, gonna try and find yourself a stage five clinger i'm just gonna try and get somebody to believe i have purple heart how about that <laughs> it is because your blood is purple so. there you go there you go. All right.